We're live! Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Local X Local. I'm Shahed. I'm Fida. Fida is joining us now. Uh, she's the co-host of Local X Local. Um, if you're just tuning in for the first time, we do this live show every Saturday on IG. And uh, it's basically an interview show where we talk to Bahrain-based uh, uh, people and, and hear their stories and journeys. Um, so if you are tuning in for the first time, go to Spotify, type in Local Bahrain, you can check out all the past interviews we've done. And basically every week we have a new guest based in Bahrain um, that's basically thriving in their fields of work yeah. and we get to discuss their journey um, to get some inspiration of how they've made their dreams come true. Yeah. Um, so we've sat with creative artists, mu musicians, entrepreneurs, and today's guest is Shima and Nafisi, who is a Saudi female entrepreneur. Um, she's the CEO of Scan for Water, yeah. the founder of Alistin Water, um, where she's actually leading and bringing sources of quality drinking water to the region. It's actually really cool because it's it's very important, and that's what like basically uh, Shima strives for is like mm -hmm. that drinking water is important, and we should take we should care about it. Uh, so we're really excited to hear from her, um, you know, about how she's a Saudi entrepreneur, how she's a business owner, how, um, you know, everything water, like Scan for Water is, is an amazing initiative and so is Elysian. And uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Elysian, just go to your local barada, go to your local <laughs> store and grab a bottle and try it for your first time. Um, so... While we wait for uh, Shima to go live, um, if you guys have any questions, drop them down below for Shima uh, or for us or, you know. Anything. Anything. And um, just give us a moment while we request. How's everyone Saturdays? Did you try the TikTok? You should go to our page. Did you guys uh, get ghosted? Did you guys check out our viral TikTok uh, covering? Um, is anyone gonna do it? Is anyone on TikTok? Oh, there we go. I saw the request. Thanks, Ziad. <laughs> Thanks, Ziad. Hi, Shima. Hi, ladies. Hi, how are you? How's your Saturday going? Alhamdulillah, sorry, I'm technologically uninclined sometimes. <laughs> so it's actually my first live. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yay. Um, How's so, everything? Are you are you in Saudi right now? Is this where? Uh... I am. I am coming to you from Saudi. Yes, oh. indeed. Hot and humid Saudi. But I guess you guys have the same weather. So. Yeah. Okay. No worries, we're the same. It's getting a little bit better, but not, not enough. You can't, you Fingers can't crossed. Fingers crossed, definitely. Um, Shima, well, we've kind of introduced you to uh, the audience and uh, about how you're the CEO of Scanner for Water and founder of Elysian. Um, so we wanted to kind of start this off by um, asking you to take us back to the moment that inspired you to create Scan for Water. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I My pleasure. Uh, you know, I wanted to do something meaningful. Uh, as cliche as it sounds, water is life. And our the human body constitutes 70% of water. 
the Earth's crust uh, constitutes 70% of water. So it only made sense that I, you know, uh, uh, researched something that was that important. Uh, and once I did, I found that there was a, a gap in the market for clean, quality drinking water because uh, water is not sourced equally, uh, unfortunately. But uh, thus, that was the inception of SCAN. Okay. And basically, what led you to take that first step um, to setting up your own business? Yeah, that's a good question. Um you know, I, I wasn't in my mind that I wanted to start a business, but like I said, I wanted to do something that made an imprint um, uh, that mattered, really. Uh, I like working, and uh, through my research, as I was saying, uh, one out of 10 people do not have access to clean drinking water or sanitation. So that, that in and of itself was a, you know, big, you know, exclamation point for me. And uh, uh, water uh, is, is becoming scarce more and more. Uh, global warming is not helping. Uh, we consume about 4 trillion metric cubes of, of water uh, a year uh, globally. So it only made sense that, uh, um, uh, and that, by the way, to put it into context, it's about 780 million people that don't have uh, water, to, you know, access to clean water. And that's mostly in the developing countries. We don't, it, we don't necessarily, uh, Yanni, uh, it doesn't, uh, doesn't cross our minds very often because it's, it's readily available. But that in and of itself was, you know, again, that exclamation point in my head. And uh, it's a problem. So I wanted to be a part of the solution. Yeah. Um, and could you take me back to this point about water isn't Equally. Equally. What does that mean exactly? So equally sourced. Right. So, so really, I always say that, that two things make a difference when you're choosing your bottled water. It's not about choosing our bottled water. I mean, you know, I, I'd like people to drink Elysian because I know what's in it. Um, but two main things are um, how, what, how good is the source? How clean is the source? Um, and when you find a source, it's about finding a source that is least inhabited by a population or around an industrial area. The more remote the area is, the more uh, the, the source is to be clean, uh, void from pollution. Uh, the lower uh, the total dissolved solids, when you drink water, um, you can tell certain people. I mean, I can tell um the difference between you know a higher tds which is all the minerals that are in the water as opposed to a lower tds uh so so when i say it's they're not sourced equally um you know all sources are not made the same okay makes okay. sense um and which brings us to elysian water which is uh, sourced from norway from a, a remote source in norway um so what what you know, source water from there and bring it to this region. Uh, you cut out. Sorry, Shahad. You said what? Why Norway? Why did water? Well, we were, my family was living in Norway. It only made sense to start there. Um, that, you know, logistically, that was, 
you know, one of the things that made it easier. Um, uh, I, after leaving my job, uh, at my corporate job, I kind of thought, okay, well, I need to find, I need to find what I'm going to do next. So I, I lived in Norway for about six months with, uh, with my parents while they were there. And I got to see, you know, Norway is a beautiful country and um, it has vast terrain. And a lot of the terrain is, again, uninhabited. So I saw that and it, you know, rang some bells, <laughs> if you will. And so that, you know, that's really what, I mean, there, there are, you know, globally, there are many countries that have uh, clean sources. There's Canada, there's Alaska, there's, you know, all the countries in Scandinavia, uh, Finland, um, you know, Sweden. Uh, so uh, those countries, it, on, it only makes, makes sense to focus on those countries. And also their, their restrictions and regulations are, are uh, you know, they're, they're, they're put in place and they follow the regulations. And that's everything, you know, from the packaging to ethically uh, sourcing the, you know, the, the water. Uh, and that's also very important to, to, to me and to us. Right. Okay. And basically your past PR experience in Aramco or across Saudi, how do you feel like that prepared you kind of for your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Um, PR sort of, you know, I obviously very quickly knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> That's normal. You know, it happens. A lot of people make career changes. And I, you know, I made a career change a little later in my life. But so did the guy, you know, the the, the uh, uh, um, founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, he founded Kentucky Fried Chicken in, in his 60s. So, um, but I'm not 60, so. <laughs> but anyway, I made a career change. And uh, PR was very valuable. It taught me a lot. Um, one of the things it did teach me was to network and um, uh, networking, how valuable networking is. But then I kind of, through my own findings and, and experience, I found that um, networking uh, and, and creating substantial relationships that are actually authentic uh, is, is more valuable. So it's not about how vast your network is. It's about how uh, these intricate you know, relationships that you make with these people that you eventually become colleagues or a lot of my colleagues have become friends and, uh, you know, I rely on them and, you know, we rely on each other. So uh, it's about the network that you, uh, the, the quality, not quantity, if you will. Yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, that's definitely a, one of the good things of leaving, uh, you know, a past career and picking up something positive that, you know, you can carry on to different ventures. Um, so with, with this water in Elysian, um, what type of support did you have to build something like this? And what was one of the challenges you faced? Sure. Um, listen, support is inevitably important. And, uh, you know, my, my family is my tribe. I rely on them for a lot. Uh, moral support, emotional support, uh, business support, uh, business advice, you know, um, my friends were very also, uh, uh, you know, it's a community. It's really a community that you have to rely on. Uh, my friends were very, when I, when I first started, I, I moved back to Serdia, 
and started scan for water i knew nothing about starting you know not even how to register a, you know commercial registration and uh i have friends alhamdulillah from when i was younger in bahrain one of my friends who was very uh, instrumental in uh, in helping me uh, she was she's a lawyer uh and she helped me uh a lot uh one of my friends who also here is a business owner uh she makes her own organic uh um body creams and and soaps and what have you she was very instrumental so friends are you know again they they're a good support system and then of course my staff you know um i'm still kind of building my staff but i have an excellent assistant and she's my backbone and you know we we within that we've created a team and um uh that team i hope keeps growing um that's that's very important and by the way we are hiring so so um you know we're looking for plug in <laughs> uh but we're looking for innovative and motivated people so you know if anyone wants to join our journey then you know uh get a hold of us but uh uh the challenge is actually where do i start you know um the the challenge is honestly was not owning a business before and i moved like i said i moved from the corporate world at aramco which is a, a wonderful wonderful company um uh but it's a totally different mechanism than what i went you know started myself you're you're starting from a you know a, a company that's this well-oiled machine and you're the small part of this big machine and then you have to go and start up your own machine where there's no blueprints there's no instruction manual <laughs> there's you know you're the engineer you're the foreman you're the you know uh you're just you're everything uh the secretary even at the beginning um so so that was that was a huge challenge for me uh also i think uh not having uh, you know bring moving a commodity from one continent to another is not an easy thing uh and we didn't have there was no infrastructure so we kind of had to build the infrastructure from the ground up and that was not very easy but it's challenging and i i love a challenge um uh and of course we're still building that uh you know you you are still developing and building uh it takes time and uh it takes years really uh but we'll get there and uh and uh um obviously uh one of the the things that that I would say as a challenge now is um you know having a team and expanding that team um and uh leading that team and making sure that I never led a team I had people at Aramco where you know they relied on me for certain things um and I had big responsibilities which was amazing uh but it this is even bigger cuz everything falls on your head and uh that's great uh uh but nonetheless is a challenge yeah definitely what well, that Um but do you have any upcoming projects or entrepreneurial projects or are you solely focusing on Elysian right now? Well, listen, the the focus will always be Elysian. And for now it is mostly Elysian, but definitely definitely hand in hand I'm always looking to diversify into different products. Um you know, we different sizes, different uh you know hopefully sourced water around the world uh hence you know scanning for water um but also you know good quality natural resources food sources 
and uh, we're actually looking into that right now. Um, but uh, we have adopted, Scan for Water has adopted, I should say, uh, the conscious business practice where you're ethically and integrally doing business. It is, everything is profit. We all know that. But it's how you're taking care of your 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 employees. It's how you're sourcing your 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 product or your service. And that is that's very important to me and and uh to do things in an honest way uh it needs to be more you know an, a a concept that more businesses adapt to or adopt uh, i should say uh, starbucks costco uh um, whole foods these are american companies but they've all, all adopted those those way and it actually they've seen that it actually maximizes profit uh because of the the uh, the, the psyche of the employees and, and, and uh, the well-being. Um, transparency is another thing. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, that, that's, that's, uh, that's I segue into that um, we are working on an initiative for recycling. And uh, we sell plastic. You know, that's a reality. Our, our business is plastic. Uh, but uh, the, the, the thing is, is about um uh you know teaching the GC gcc countries and the communities that this should be normalized recycling needs to be normalized plastic is not evil it's about what you do with it and uh that i you know i actually that's not my quote that was a quote from uh somebody who is you know their pi a company who's in debate who's pioneering this upcycling of the plastic so we actually collect the Elysian bottles and bottles that you have at home. And uh, we are looking now logistically to send these bottles to Dubai for this, to this company so they can upcycle the plastic. Uh, what they do is they break down uh, the plastic into PET flakes, PET flakes, which is just another word for plastic, and they use it in material. And they actually um, can create 200 different variations of fabric, uh, one being polyester. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty amazing. So it's about it's about changing the mentality of, uh, uh, you know, of let's take care of our environment. Let's be kinder to our environment. And that that's what I mean by the conscious business as well, is that, you know, be cognizant of of your, you know, how you're doing business. And I feel that, um, uh, you know, we are in the right direction, but we still do require uh, logistics and infrastructure for recycling in this region, just in general. Yeah, that's true. Uh, shout out to even company. They're they're one of the uh, only companies that you know are are also part of this uh, recycling initiative. And also something mentioned about um, about how you collect bottles. Um, I do remember going to the Women Power Summit last year, and that's when I found out about Lucian. And I was so impressed that in front of every Lucian table, like table full of water, there was like recycling bins right there. So I thought that was mm -hmm. super cool. Uh, well, I thank you. I don't see other companies doing that. Um, but speaking of which, there were some interesting questions uh, that you know there are uh, people asking. Um, well, someone said sparkling is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and also another one was, where do you see Elysian in five years? Yeah. Ah, 
That's a, that's a good question. Well, if I manif if I, I always talk about manifesting, you know, your thoughts into reality. And if I, where I see Elysian around the world, inshallah, you know, first around the GCC and around the world. Yeah. Something of that magnitude is only bound to make it absolutely yeah. anyways. Inshallah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and also another question was, based on your experiences, what are the challenges of being a female CEO in our region? You know, I honestly, I, I don't differentiate. I know, this, you know, this is just my humble opinion. I don't differentiate between male and female. You know, I, I, I think what are the challenges for entrepreneurs just in general? And, um, you know, there are many. I mean, I, I sat there and I was like, well, where do I start, you know? Um, but I think that, you know, one of the things is that uh, entrepreneurs um, need to have the, the support, you know, the, the uh, financial support is very important. Uh, moral support is very important. Um, I, I don't think, uh, again, you know, um, uh, sometimes information is not really readily available, if you know what I mean. And that may be uh, a challenge. Um, the research that I had to do for, for the, you know, for this project was very difficult uh, because it wasn't there. And if it's there, it's not on the GCC. The, the stats are not on GCC. It's about, you know, stats elsewhere. And that didn't do me any good. I, you know, I said, you have to research your, your, the industry you're going into to see whether there's that gap or that niche that, that you need to fulfill. Uh, so I think, you know, just trying to um, be a part of the right groups, maybe, and, um, you know, again, being patient, just be patient with, it's a process. Everything is a process. And if you put your mind to it, it will happen. Because honestly, I always question, you know, how the heck did I get here? <laughs> you know, but alhamdulillah, every, everything is, you know, you, you put your, if you, if you love something enough and you are dedicated to it enough, then you will, you will without a doubt. And I guess another question would be who came up with the name like back when it all started? Elysian? I guess Elysian. Or Scamper Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a scan for water, you guys are going to laugh, but um, SCAN is S-K-A-N, and that's actually an acronym for my name, Shima Khalid Abdurazag Nafisi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not S-C-A-N. Um, and, and, and here in Saudi they, you know, in Arabic, it's SCAN, you know, uh, but they, they were you know, they were kind of teeter-tottering, the Ministry of Commerce, was, you know, it's, it sounds like Iskan, it's not, it's it's S-K-A-N, and really it's kind of a play on words, because we're scanning the globe for water and, and proper food sources, and uh, I came up with it, and the marketing team I had at the time was like, yeah, that's good, you know, why not? Um, Elysian, I actually, uh, you know, had hired a team to come up with the, with the name, but I, I said to them, I said, I always like them to get into my psyche, you know, especially marketing, because it's all about emotions and connecting. It's a, the brand is not just about a product. It's about, it's about connecting to that, to that product, um, or reason to, I should say. And Elysian to, to me, what I wanted was, was, uh, a, a name that signified bliss and, uh, you know, out of this world, something that really just doesn't, 
you know, you, you rarely see a rarity, I should say. And so that's what Elysian and, and it sounded good. I, I, it's, it's funny because a lot of people are like, was well, it an Arabic name or is it an English name? But it's, it's a, it's a Latin name. It's an, it's, you know, it's an English name. Um, but it sounded good also, Elysian, you know, in, in Arabic. So, uh, that's where that came from. Wow. Good to know. I, I didn't know. Good. Especially good to know about scan for water. Yeah. Um, just looking up a few more questions. Um, why did scan for water choose their source to be from Norway? But we kind of, you kind of already discussed that. It's because your family was living in Norway at the time, right? Yeah. And, you know, again, it's not even that. It's the, it's that Norway has a lot of uh, uninhabited terrain. There is, there are places, you know, we went out south, you know, there's north, there's south, there's beautiful terrain all over Norway, as anyone who's probably visited the country. And, uh, and that's really what gives a good source is that it's not populated by, uh, by people or by a lot of, you know, uh, living you know, uh, organisms or, or what have you, because of the pollution, the pollution, then, you know, you're the less it's inhabited, the less pollution. It's just simple as that. Mm -hmm. um, that's, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Also, once I was reading up on this, on the source of water that Elysian gets its uh, water from, that it's, um, it's high in minerals because of the something about the rocks and it makes it like very pure. Right. Yes. So, so we, there is, um, all kinds of water have different, you know, um, uh, what do you, what, what can I call it? Like a, like description, you know, um, they all have their own kind of, you know, good, bad and ugly, you know? Uh, but the, the bottom line is when you're TDS, the minerals, which is, I won't get scientific here, but anions and cations that are in the water. Um, when that decreases, that's actually better because um, then you're not going to taste that, like that salty taste that people that, you know, you can sometimes, um, you know, feel on, on the, on your palate. Uh, or it's not that like, you know, metal maybe taste because there's every element, magnesium, calcium, uh, sodium, they all make a difference in the taste of the water. So yes, uh, it, basically because Elysian is from an underground aquifer, it's an underground spring, um, uh, 30 meters actually beneath the, the ground. Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and they pump it like they would, you know, the, they would uh, petroleum. Okay. So it's funny. I went from that, from oil <laughs> to water, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but that, that, right. Yeah. That was my destiny, you know. Um, but anyway, going back to that, it is filtered through, through rocks, rocks and sediment. That's what's amazing is that the filtration system is very minimal. They do. They have to clean out the water, obviously. Um, and then they test the water. We do quality testing, obviously. And uh, uh, that's, you know, that's a given. We do that just internally uh, uh, with our supplier. And, and uh, you know, um, so we know that the, the, the water, they do it, you know. And we know that the, the stringency, again, in regulation is going to make for, for safe, premium, clean water. When I say premium, I mean clean and, and, you know, that it's void of microbes, that it's void of pollutants, because 
it's very, it's, you know, it's common that you find uh, uh, even earth elements that are in water that are not very healthy, uh, like arsenic. Arsenic is, is, um, uh, is a carcinogen. Yeah. You, there, you are allowed a, a level of arsenic because again, it's an earth element and it's in, you know, it's in our earth, uh, but it needs to be very, very minute. And if it goes beyond a certain number, uh, it can be it can be dangerous. And, uh, uh, you know, I always say uh, bottled water is the regulations on bottled water is less stringent than tap water. Tap water is actually safer, not in our region, but like, you know, in, in the States and in, in parts of Europe, even in Norway, it's safe to drink. Uh, although uh, they always, you know, the suppliers that I, I've spoken to or, or the people in, in Norway that are in the, the industry, they'll say, you know, it's, it's about the pipeline that the water is running through. It's not always just the water or the source, but it's how is the water moving and where are you getting it from? Is that pipeline clean? Is it, you know, is it not, you know, rusted or uh, uh, is it uh, void of chemicals? So, so there's a lot of aspects to, to how clean your water is or, um, uh, and it's not, it's not a, just an easy, you know, A, B, C, D answer. You know, it, it's, it's a little more complex than that, but uh, hopefully that answered the question. <laughs> Plenty. Um, and also another question was, are there any collector bins around? That's a very, that's what we're working towards actually. And, uh, I, I know, uh, Eben, uh, founder in Amshid, he's wonderful. Um, and you know, that we've had a lot of conversations, uh, you know, uh, as far as recycling and, and things like that. But again, the, it has to go, it has to start from a higher, you know, the top down, the higher levels. Uh, uh, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that conversation starts to, uh, you know, get to uh, the concerned parties because it has to start from a government level uh, and then it can g goes into the privatized. Uh, we can't, you know, it's very, so it's a lot of logistics and it's a lot of money uh, for us to, you know, to invest in something that may just kind of fall on deaf ears. So it's about starting campaigns and, uh, uh, you know, Aramco actually does a lot of that and has been doing that for years, uh, the recycling initiatives. But, but that's just one facet of a big, huge, you know, issue. Uh, I think we will move there. And, you know, honestly, I I'm hoping that we can, uh, you know, doing um, uh, cooperation with this company in Dubai, uh, I'm hoping that we can bring machines that are recycling machines. I know they're already they already are available in Bahrain, but uh, we're looking at Bahrain and Saudi as well, uh, and hopefully all because they are they really are doing it well in the GC in uh, excuse me the UAE because uh, that's where this company has put a lot of their um, their uh, their efforts I should say. Uh, hopefully uh, within I'm I, you know the next year we'll have these bins where you can actually recycle and you'll get an incentive back uh, for either the grocery store or whatever it is that, you know, whoever we're cooperating with at that time. But, you know, looking at, you know, community outreach and, and like I said, if I, if I'm uh, like I did with uh, women power summit and when I, when I do something like that, they know that immediately uh, that we are going to, you know, have bins like we did, uh, there and uh, that's a must if we are going to do any type of um, 
you know, uh, event that the bins will be, will be there. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, there you go. So that's, uh, um, it's gonna, it's on its way, either from Dubai or home. <laughs> um, Inshallah. <laughs> I think that's all the questions that we have so far. But uh, Wafa al Obedad sends you some uh, heart emojis. So. Oh. <laughs> um, so speaking of an ethical company that, um, you know, it's, it's more than profit. It's, it's more, there's a mission statement to it. Uh, and I know you guys are currently running a campaign called Thirst for More. And mm -hmm. on social media, it's so uplifting, positive affirmation. Oh, thank you. Um, so inspired that, what, what sparked the campaign's idea? So thirst for more is to me was how do we get people to thirst more out of life? How do we get people to kind of look in their souls? I know that sounds, you know, a little deep for some, but it's important that we find kindness and decency, uh, within each other and within ourselves, you know? Um, self-care, self-love, uh, uh, you know, spending time with family and loved ones and connecting with them, um, going for a walk, picking up a hobby, uh, you know, take, slowing down, slowing down to either watch a sun, sunrise or sunset, um, you know, uh, connecting with God and spirituality. That's really what, you know, the essence of the Thirst for More campaign. It's about making people, uh, how, can, how can we make people, or, or, or I would say not make people, how can we lead the community in, 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 uh, in searching within themselves how to be better? And that really is what resonated for me when, I, when we came up with this, this concept. Right. That's amazing. I love it. And it's so yeah. fitting for 2020. For I feel sure. like it was I much needed this year. Definitely. Gotta be humble. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Humility. You said it. It's everything, you know, and, and, and on a daily basis, I'm, you know, I, I have to remember, put my ego to a side and, you know, and be kind and be good. And, um, you know, cause if you do good, you get good, you know, and that, that I think sometimes, again, it's about, you know, when I say the conscious capitalism or the conscious business concept, it's about being better people. You can still be better people, but make profit at the same time. They will assimilate yeah. and they go hand in hand. Yeah. And that's, that's what I hope people take away from that. I love that. That's amazing. Um, so what's one piece of advice I guess you would give to all either female or just entrepreneurs in general? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's not, it's, again, it's not one thing. It's never one thing with me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think, I think firstly is, and I said this in our earlier conversation, know your market, you know, mm -hmm. research. Uh, it, it took time for me to research. And actually, operationally, we've been two years, but I started the company four years ago. So it took time to get there. Um, and and, and you, you've got to be patient. Know that, you know, know the product or service that you're offering. You know, is there a niche and is there a gap? Is there a need for it? Uh, that's very important. Um, and of course, most importantly, you know, just if you believe in something, go for it. 
You know, don't listen to anyone. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I've, I have had, I've had very supportive people, but I've had a lot of naysayers as well. And I still, you know, I'm just like, okay, what well, now I can just kind of slough it off. But sometimes your own naysayer is, you know, the, the naysayer is within you. Yeah. And uh, I've had to, I've had to, I still have to, to fight those moments, you know, and I say to myself, or, or I'll say to my family, I'm, I'm crazy for doing this. And um, it, it takes one, one little tiny moment to change all of that and say, you know what, I, inshallah, I'm on the right path. So, so stick by it, stick with it. Uh, and, you know, just uh, know that it's a process and the process takes, it takes time. Yeah, for sure. And I guess it's as they say, I mean, cliches are most, most of the time they're true. Yeah. I guess that's why they are cliches. And I agree. Yeah. yeah. And it's very true that, you know, yeah, there's something to live by, I guess, at this point. And even when the naysayer is within yourself, you just kind of have to step back into yeah. yourself to kind of just... Exactly. Exactly. Meditation, you know, connecting with the earth, connecting with God, connecting you know, it, that will allow you to connect with yourself. And, you know, you, you, I, like I said, it, it, things get frustrating. You know, I, I have to, I have to really, it's another thing I have to work on is my patience. <laughs> but if you, if you're, if you're um, honest about, you know, your, your mishaps, then you can work on it. Awareness is everything. And I know we hear that a lot, but it's so true. If you're aware of it, you can fix it. And, that will, you know, that'll remove all the barriers that are, you know, and, and nothing is perfect, you know. Uh, there's days, like I said, where I'm like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm crazy for doing this. But uh, again, it just takes a simple little moment to uh, a positivity, uh, whatever it may be, you know, um, to, to just wipe all of that away. So, so yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm always, I'm always humbling myself, as you said, you have to. You have to. That's a that's an amazing, I guess, outlook on life to be able to do something of this greatness. So that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Well, um, you know, we're at the end of the show, so we just wanted to thank you so much, Shima. Yeah. We could have talked to you like all day. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> And thank you for your advice as well. That's amazing. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. Of for course. Sure. And everyone, you guys can check out uh, Shima's work and company, Elysian underscore water on Instagram. And just remember, they're hiring. So how do they yes. talk to you guys if, uh, for resumes? Yeah. So jobs at Scan for Water. Um, just send your resume to there and and the staff will, you know, we'll get a hold of it. So jobs at Scan for Water, D-O-B-S. <laughs> well, thanks again so much, Shima. Hope you have a lovely Saturday. And, sure. and uh, thanks for everyone who's tuned in. And we'll see you next Saturday as well. See you next um, Saturday. So enjoy your week. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.